You're listening to Irish Radio Candidate on the Broad. And the Irish language is quite uh, vibrant, not just in Ireland, but around the world. The Irish diaspora have embraced re-engaging with the language. There have been numerous uh, conferences, plays, and also some movies. And Damien McElgon, a native of Belfast, and he's living in Vancouver for over 20 years, has taken a course on film and editing and has decided to dip his toe into short documentary about the Irish language speakers in the lower mainland. Damien, thanks a million for coming along for a chat. Hi Austin, uh, good to meet you. If you took a course on film and editing, uh, that, you're out there 20 years. Is this a fairly recent diversion? Um, not really. I, I've always had a, an interest. Uh, I've taken some courses over the years, but you know, I usually end up being part-time or maybe something over a weekend. And uh, with them, it's like a, like a lot of people making films with their smartphones. Um, so you did no short films, played around with it to some degree. Uh, but with uh, the opportunity, let's say, with COVID, where it had affected my work, uh, I, I looked around to see, you know, what was I going to do with my time? And I saw that, uh, you know, I, I thought about the, the, the filmmaking. Uh, doing a one or two year course really, really didn't work for me. Uh, and I came across in Vancouver at a college called Langara, where they did a four-month intensive course and sort of covered everything. It was like really just getting you into filmmaking and everything that goes with it. So, uh, yeah, I just went ahead with that one. Vancouver is a good location when it comes to the movie industry. There's a lot of activity out there. Yeah, and, and interestingly enough, uh, because of how COVID was impacting the, the U.S., that uh, Vancouver really picked up the slack, let's say, and uh, there's so many more films and productions going on. Uh, I think last September, October, we remember reading something about it was the highest ever number of films ever made, let's say films and TV shows made in Vancouver ever uh, because of how things were working out. So You're out there now about 20 years. Uh, what brought you to Vancouver? Simple story in a way. I was there on a holiday and uh, I'd read a bit about um, Whistler. Uh, and obviously, you know, I, I was always interested in the outdoors. So uh, um, I, I came out, uh, went to Whistler and uh, wanted to do snowboarding. If you've been to Vancouver, if you know, we're on the ocean, you know, between the mountains. It's just brilliant. It's a beautiful location. And um, so, yeah, I just made the move out here. Uh, spent a lot of time for a number of years in Whistler. But uh, just living in Vancouver was a pretty easy city to be in. Obviously, it didn't have a big, uh, compared to Toronto or other U.S. cities, a big Irish population. But, uh, you know, you, you got to be involved in the community as part of being here, uh, as well as doing many other things. Maybe it's the Belfast experience, but I wanted to be in a city that was close to the ocean or, you know, close to the sea. And Vancouver uh, hit all the buttons. And then, obviously, it was the snowboarding. Uh, I'm getting up to Whistler. I did a lot of mountain biking as well, and you know, sort of basically you snowboard in the winter, you bike in the winter and then summer, and um, you know, it was just as I say, it's a great place to live. What's your connection with the Irish language? Where did you get your love of that, and what interested you to the point of creating some short films? I've always no, you know, didn't really grow up with it. It sort of felt like there was something missing in a way. I think probably for a lot of Irish people who don't speak Irish, it's like maybe not so much a regret, but you just, you know, you'd wish you'd maybe had more time or opportunity for it. 
Uh, and I was back in Belfast, um, I don't know, well over 10 years ago, and uh, I met one of my cousins, and he was, uh, he, he told me he'd been a, a geography teacher, just speaking, you know, teaching through English, and he decided to learn Irish. And it took him, because he was in a schooling system, a bit easier, you know, but it, it was hard work, you know, over a number of years. And he changed over to teaching geography through Irish. And to be honest, I found that really inspiring. Um, so when I came back to Canada, you know, in, in Vancouver, as I say, I, I connected with some people I knew. We started to try to learn it together. And then, as you say, 2008 happened in Ireland. Uh, and you, know, you started to have some more Irish people, including Irish teachers, coming out. And you know, really started to, that really sort of kicked off my Irish learning. Now, there's one guy, Mike Kelly, originally from Kerry. And uh, I, got, I was lucky I got to know Mike really at the early stages of me, my learning. And over time, we used to spend, let's say, a lot of Saturday mornings sitting in a cafe in Vancouver where, uh, for a play to him, he struggled through everything with me. As I, you know, I learned the Irish and started to speak it. Uh, you know, what you'd learn during the week, you'd practice at the weekend. So when it came to the stage of doing the film, um, it was always there in the back of my mind that when I was doing the course, I thought, well, it, you know, it has to be something I'm passionate about, something I'm connected with. Really, the idea of working with David, uh, in a sense, this is somebody I got to know through an Irish conversation group in, in Vancouver. And, you know, it's very inspiring because, you know, he's a Canadian, he learned Irish, he sings in Irish. It, it was just a sort of, it just all fell together nicely. Uh, the way I wanted to do the film in Irish to focus on somebody who actually had learnt it, and not as somebody who just come from Ireland who had it, who had it, which would have been you know, interesting as well. But actually, he went everything he went through to learn the language, as I say, that really interested me and inspires me. So I thought that was a good story to work with. Then to bring it to the step of uh, focusing and deciding to create short movies. Um, what was the inspiration there? And Because as an artist in producing something, you need to know that you're going to have an audience that you can present it to, and hopefully that will engage with it. Well, I think with this, obviously in this case, it's somebody uh, learning Irish who has some connections with Ireland, but not from Ireland. And it sort of taps into, I, I think, the story for a lot of Canadians. You know, a lot of ancestors, a lot of people have ancestors from other countries around the world. So, you know, if you're learning in a language or you want to learn about your culture, then the story that David is, I find, as I say, very inspiring. Uh, he spent a lot of time on his own and you know, reading books, etc., to become fluent. And he became part of that Irish language speaking community in uh, Vancouver. And obviously now with COVID, you know, you, you get on uh, a Zoom call and you're, you're in contact with people, whether it's in Galway or some part of the U.S. or wherever it might be. So I think what's, as I say, what really inspired me is that, um, you know, we all have it in us. It's, it's really what's the, the passion uh, that can drive us. So specifically with the Irish language, it's just, um, he, he, as I say, he inspired me, but I feel that there's a story there for a lot of people out there who are learning Irish, that, you know, you, in a sense, you could do it. Uh, Dave is a great example. And there's a lot more people like that as well. Like I've met other people in Vancouver, across Canada and the U.S. Uh, on these calls. And, you know, you wonder what, what brought them to the Irish language. 
And I think as well, like for myself, it's, it's opened up like, I, I would still, at this stage, I, you know, I think when you're learning Irish, you're always a continual learner, uh, no matter how good you get uh, from what people will say. But for me, it's really opened up a new window. It's part of the Irish culture that I, I wasn't fully aware of uh, with regards to poetry, songs, and literature. I think David mentioned it to me one time. It was like you know, seeing the Irish culture in black and white, not the technical version. Uh, so it gives an idea of our age. But you know, it, it's just to sort of give you another insight into our culture. Uh, and that works, as I say, for people, you know, not just Irish people, uh, but if you want to connect with Ireland, the culture, it, it's really one way of getting a better understanding of it. But if you're from a different cultural background, uh, you know, the opportunities are there. And as I say, more so in the last year because of the uh, availability of uh, Zoom and other platforms to help us. Um, and sort of, so, you know, there's a way to do it. It's up to you to sort of take that on. So your first short film, Idrimura Gaspair, uh, Between Sea and Sky, that was just before St. Patrick's Day. I filmed it in um, October, November. Obviously, the, the restrictions sort of came into place more at the end of the last year out here. Uh, so it took a while to get it all together and, got it, and just sort of, let's say, launched it just around St. Patty's Day this year. It just been finished off a couple of weeks before then. And some of the idea between the name is, like, if anybody's on the West Coast, you know, we always call it the Sea to Sky, the West Coast, like, between Vancouver and Whistler specifically. So uh, it, it just seemed like it just fitted in nicely. It's a, an, an Irish expression uh, to some degree, so it just fitted in nicely with the location as well. Like, basically, I, I work full-time as well. This one, you know, we, we got that out. I just wanted to see what sort of interest, as you were mentioned earlier. Fortunately, there was an interest there with um, Irish Central, and that really helped sort of put the film out there. And it's really working on that as well as, you know, the, the, the restrictions are in place where there's some projects I'd like to do or have in mind, but, you know, it's going to be sometime during the summer before it can really get started just because I, I can't meet with the people um, and we can't do it that easily. I think the, the motivation is there with me and the responses have been good. So um, it, this, is, this is not like about creating a business. It's, it's about doing something I love and enjoy. And uh, so it's just bringing that together, you know, the right timing for myself and for other people and uh, we'll see what happens. I think many people in the arts start out and it's not a business, it's because of passion and love. And I think that comes through with the quality of the product. For short films, particularly, there'd be a heavy reliance on film festivals. And I know the Irish film festivals across Canada have suffered, whether it be Senegal in, in Montreal. The Irish film festival it went ahead in Ottawa this year, and I think Toronto was going ahead. I think Vancouver was on hold last year. I'm not sure what the plans are for this year. So I'm sure you'd be anxious to be able to submit to, to the various festivals. Yeah, well, I watched some of the, the Ottawa Festival. Obviously, everything was virtually, and uh, like specifically, they had an Irish component. Uh, there was a couple of uh, Irish films there that I really enjoyed. There was the Iraq one that had been made in the last couple of years about the famine. Um, so... You know, obviously, there's there's some options there, um, whether it's this or something else that uh, sort of we bring together. But uh, hopefully, as this all clears up with COVID, like maybe not so much this year for some of those festivals, but you no, know, next year, things are sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, really take off again for them. Because I think that one of the things, going back over that COVID-19 uh, issue, is that people miss that connection with being home, being in Ireland, or wherever it might be. So I, I think these festivals, maybe they sort of pivot in some way, 
with the online version as well as being in person because I, I really enjoyed that access to some of the films and the short films that weren't easily available. Like basically you had to try to get them out of Ireland in the past or if you were there on holidays so you missed that out. So uh, I think the, the virtual world will work great uh, for us, for some of us in the future as well. Damien, you mentioned that you went to learn Irish. You, it was not something you grew up with and then uh, you have the documentary with uh, Dahi McCallum or uh, David McCallum, an East Vancouver singer-songwriter who has become fluent and again would not have been reared into it. What's interesting, as you comment upon, is that there are many people who are not born on the island of Ireland but trace their ancestry to Ireland or in Scotland in some cases and they then select to try to connect with the culture through language. Have you found more people like that and how did you interpret their desire to make the connection differently from someone who may have been born here? You know, it's a good, a good question. It's something I've thought about to some degree. Uh, <clears throat> like There are a number of people in Vancouver who were born in either Canada or the US uh, who've, who've taken up the language. You have that maybe a couple of hundred years ago that had the connection with Ireland, but there's, there's obviously other um, you know, countries involved with their, their ancestors and background. But I think one of the things that Ireland really offers, uh, and, and one of the things that they can bring to it is sort of their connection with that rich culture uh, that Ireland has in literature, in poetry, etc. Uh, that is, some of it is obviously you know, great, it's great in English and in Irish, but a lot of the Irish was never really reflected because people, not enough people spoke the Irish recently or over a number of years. So to some degree, it wasn't that it was lost, but it was to a lot of people, they weren't, didn't know it was available. So I think what's really great about people who come from those backgrounds is that they can look at that culture in a different way because their history is different uh, growing up in North America. And, you know, they're experiencing it for the first time. So maybe they can add to that in some way or bring their ideas to that culture uh, and to that learning, which I think, you know, the one thing in languages there for is communication. So it's going to evolve uh, in some ways. So bringing, if they're coming from, let's say, New York, Vancouver, or wherever it might be in North America, then they can bring their interpretation of the Irish language into the, the culture in a different way, uh, inspire and help it to grow, uh, and not just be reliant on people in Ireland, but it is a, as the Irish keep traveling around the world and always will for the future, then it shows that there's a, a great social side to the Irish language, uh, which uh, people always say, you know, it's why bother with the language, just, you know, where can you use it? And this is a perfect example of where people in out-of-the-way places can be involved and connected with the language, so I, I think that's fantastic. If somebody wants to take a view of the movie, where can they find it, or the short film? Um, it's just been posted on YouTube, okay. uh, so I think there's, it comes under the business name of Red Dog Media, uh, but you can easily find it. If anybody wants to reach out to you, are you on Twitter, Facebook, all those places yes all over the place of course and facebook i'm actually the one thing with COVID 19 i've become a sort of greater user of facebook because there you know, as i was saying there's so many irish groups out there 
the connection uh, and the hard work that people have done uh, across Canada and US before is really sort of coming out there that there's so many other people joining in and the conversations are great uh, that you can be involved with and there's a lot of support there so feel feel free to reach out to me Indeed, well Damien McElgun it's been a real pleasure meeting you and chatting with you and best of luck with upcoming projects and may you continue to expand from five minutes up to uh, maybe a full feature of 90 minutes. I'll, uh, I'll keep you posted on that one. Thanks, Austin.